0: if you're listening to this you're listening to part two of a series entitled the power of praise my god i hope you gotta hold of part one because on part one we talked about what praise does in your life how it causes you to focus on the lord it changes your focus where well, you're not focused on you and what you're going through and what you are experiencing but you're lifting up the name of jesus and giving him the glory and exalting him and magnifying him also let you know that it's a command that it was not a suggestion philippians 4 rejoice in the lord always and again i say rejoice that that was not a suggestion that was not an option but that was a command from the lord on high when he said let not your heart be troubled john 14 and 1. You believe in God, believe also in me. I also told you that praise causes your faith to abound, that when you begin to bless God and lift up Jesus, it causes the faith in you, according to Colossians chapter 2, verse 17, to stir up, you stir your faith up. You go to trust in God when you're in a bad position and you go to giving God the glory, saying, Father, I thank you, as David did, that you deliver me from the paw of the lion. You deliver me. From the bear. And guess what? You are going to deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. Sometimes you should take a minute and look back over all the things that God has brought you out of. My God, you may not live in the biggest house, but you have a roof over your head. You may not drive the finest car, but it gets you where you got to go. You may not have caviar. You may not have filet mignon. You may not be able to eat everything you want to eat, but my God, you're not hungry. Bless the Lord. You have the use and the activity of your limbs. No one had to bathe you today. No one had to feed you today bless God, you could put on your own clothes. I mean, you have so many things to be thankful to God about. Amen. And a lot of us forget that and we just get caught up in our own stuff, but as you begin to praise God, it causes you to focus on God, and it causes your faith to come alive. But this message in part two, I want to talk about the power of praise and what it does to the enemy. And I know some of you are very superstitious, and some of you take it too far, but we do have an enemy out there. Yes, there is a devil, and he is real. According to John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief cometh. But for to steal, to kill, and destroy. The devil does want to destroy your life. You do have an adversary. 1 Peter 5, be sober, be vigilant. I believe it's 5 and 8. Because your adversary, who is he? The devil. Not your husband, not your wife, not your boss. The devil is your adversary. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Your battle is never against the person next to you. They are being used by a spirit, all right? But that's who your adversary is, the devil. But praise is even a weapon against the enemy. According to Psalm 22, the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of Israel, that when you begin to praise God and give God the glory, God comes and sit in the midst of your praise and just, just know that whenever light shows up, darkness has to flee. But in Matthew chapter 21, a very powerful scripture, verse 15, it says, and when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did and the children crying in the temple, And saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased. Now, this is Jesus. He's entering into Jerusalem. He's in the last week of his ministry, and the people are praising God, and the people get upset. And people who don't love God hate praise. Are you hearing me? I said, People who don't love God they hate praise. They cannot relate to giving God the praise, giving God the glory, because they're proud, they're pompous, they're arrogant, they're lifted up, and it's all about them. And they cannot imagine giving glory to somebody else. But the priests hated it in verse 15 when they saw those people praising God and giving God the glory. And verse 16 says, And they said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? Verse 16, And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have ye never read? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. Now Jesus, if you know your Bible, was really quoting what David said in the eighth Psalm when he said, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings has thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Now one place says ordained strength and Matthew says perfected praise. What is that saying? Are didn't themselves? Absolutely not. He's telling you that praise is strength. Remember in Nehemiah, the eighth chapter, when Nehemiah said, this is not a day of mourning? He said, but this is a day of rejoicing, and the joy of the Lord is your strength. Praise, joy, and worship are strength against the enemy. I mean, when you begin to give God the praise and give God the glory, right there in the middle of your circumstance, you stop the devil right in his tracks. I mean, he doesn't know what to do. When you're in a bad situation where he's attempting to destroy your life, he's trying to take you out, trying to get you despondent, trying to get you discontented and deaded and down, and you begin to praise God, you stop the devil right in his tracks. Psalm 8 says, you steal the avenger. When you look at Isaiah, the 14th chapter, you know, all of that is the devil, Lucifer, saying, I will be, I will exalt my throne the most, above the most high and I will be this and I will be that. And Satan's transgression was envy. It wasn't hate. He didn't hate God. He wanted the praise. He wanted everything we give to God. That's what he wanted. He wanted the hallelujah. He wanted the glory. He wanted the thank you, Jesus. Praise God. He wanted the praise. And when you praise God, you are giving God the one thing that Satan always wanted. He always wanted to be praised. He always wanted to be glorified. He always wanted to be at the top. And when you praise God, glory to God, you are giving Satan, God, I'm sorry, the one thing that Satan always wanted. It's just like when you get a wound and you put salt on it. You know how bad that hurts? Well, when you praise God, that's what you're doing to the devil. You're putting salt on a wound. Psalm 22 and 3 again says that when you praise God, you, 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 you cause him to inhabit your praise. It makes God manifest. And whenever God manifests, the power of God come and it drives the devil. And Satan wants that power. He wants that praise and he can't get it. And it upsets the devil when you begin to say, you get the glory. You get the honor. Father, I thank you that all things are working together for my good. I thank you that if you be for me, you're more than the whole world against me. I thank you that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When you begin to praise God and say you are the king immortal, invisible, you're the only wise God. You are my strength. You are my hope. Unfailing love, deeper than mountains, uh, stronger than oceans. Uh, stronger than mountains, deeper than ocean. You know, when you begin to love on him and exalt him and tell him how He, how you love him, I can't live without you. I'm addicted to you. You're the reason that I wake up in the morning. You're the reason that I go to bed. You're my rising and you're my laying down. Hallelujah. You're my water when I'm thirsty. You're my bread when I'm hungry. When you begin to bless God and exalt him and lift him up and tell him you're my day spring from on high. You're my king. You are my God. You are my battle axe. You are my hope. You are my peace. My expectation is from you. I lift you up. Basha. I exalt you. I give you the glory. Let me tell you something. You really frustrate the enemy. It causes the devil to get envious. He hates it. He gets mad because all he ever wanted was attention. And when you praise God, you take the attention off the enemy and put the attention on God. That's why murmuring and complaining is praising the enemy. When you murmur about what you're going through and complaining and griping and focus and talking about it, you're giving the devil all the attention that he wants because that means his mission is accomplished. He got your attention. But when you praise God with what you're going through, the devil has no authority and that kills him. The devil is an egomaniac. He wants all the attention for himself. He wants to get all the attention. He wants to get all the glory. And when you praise God, it drives the devil crazy. Remember the Bible talked about how uh, they was under attack and Elijah had a minstrel, Elisha. He, he, he said, give me a minstrel. And when they got that minstrel, Elisha began to see, you know, they were under attack. But when Elisha started worshiping God, who did not want to prophesy, who did not feel like prophesying, but when he began to worship God, it caused Elijah to begin to see. When you're under attack, praise God. And because they praised God, they had a minstrel, the man of God, Elisha, was able to see. And guess what? They got the victory. Because Satan hates when you worship God. It turns the devil off. When you start praising God, you're putting a force field around you that the enemy cannot penetrate. You remember 2nd Chronicles the 20th chapter, Jehoshaphat stood and said, "Hear me, O Judah." You remember that when they were trying to figure out what to do, how they were going to get out of that, and the word of the Lord came praise him. He said, sing praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. We don't know what they sung, but whatever, there was a song, there was a praise, glory to God, that stirred up in them, that said, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. That's what they kept saying. They had enemies on their track. They had the enemy all around them trying to destroy them. They didn't focus on the devil. He said, "Set yourself, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Watch God work this thing out. Watch God manifest himself. You don't get your hands dirty. You shy You don't get your hands dirty. You don't complain. You don't fuss. You just give me the praise. You watch me fight your battle. You watch me move on your behalf. You watch me turn this situation around for you. You don't have to do anything. Just give me the glory. You don't have to fight the witch. You don't have to fight the lie. You don't have to fight the scandal. You just give me the praise. You bless me at all times. Let my praise be in your mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. Psalm 34. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify. Blow me up. Don't blow up your situation. Don't blow up your trial. Don't blow up your pain. Blow me up. Magnify him. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. And as they begin to pray, praise God. They didn't have to fight the enemy. The Bible says that the enemy began to set ambushments. What does that mean? They begin to fight each other. Don't get in the fight. Hear the word of the Lord today. Don't get in the fight. Let God fight for you. Praise will fight for you. Praise will cause the enemy to back up off of you. All right. As they begin to worship God, it turned the devil off. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? And if you would learn how to give God the praise, no matter what you're up against, no matter what you're experiencing, no matter what trial is facing you, I promise you, you will upset the enemy. The devil is mad. The devil is frustrated because you've decided, I'm not going to give him attention. I'm not going to fall to his traps. I'm not going to be bound by whatever the enemy wants me to be bound about. I'm going to give God the glory. And that upsets the devil. And when you look even in the book of Genesis, before he could get them he had to make them discontented. Look at what the say look at what the devil did. Came in that garden and said, Have not God said this? And he tried to make them discontented with what they already had. He made them unthankful. They had everything in the garden, every tree, every fruit, every knowledge, everything they could ever imagine. But he pointed out the one thing that they didn't have. And that's what the devil does to you. He makes you look at what you don't have instead of thanking God for what you do have. Paul was in a bad country. He was in jail, but he chose to rejoice. He focused on the good and the way the enemy operates is if he gets you to gripe. And get you to complaining and get you upset and get you mad, he has you. But when you praise God, it strengthens you and it defeats the devil. There's so much I want to share with you about what praise does to the enemy. But this is all I think I can handle because if not, in a minute, this is just gonna be a praise podcast. Well, I just go to praising God and giving God the glory. But I want to encourage somebody and let you know you have no need to gripe. You have no need to complain. I don't care who's coming against you. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord is going to lift up a standard. That's Isaiah 59. He's going to lift up a standard against him. You don't have to fight in this battle. The enemies you see today, Exodus 14, you're not going to see anymore. Just give God the praise and your enemies are going to back up. It's going to steal the avenger, according to Oh, this is part 2 of um of this teaching on the power of praise. If you want this in its entirety, you should go ahead and just go to the website or call in the ministry, call into KCC Jacks or call Brian Karn Ministries or go to the website. Everything you need is on there. You need to get this message in its entirety. It's going to teach you a lot of this warfare you're doing, you won't have to do. You just give God the praise and your praise will fight for you. There's so much more I want to share with you in this message but I have to go I love you so much I pray God's best on your life and listen you ain't seen nothing yet there's power in your praise you ought to use it right now go ahead and call the ministry for whatever price It's no it's no price it's no set price you just give whatever you can and we promise to send it to you I love you much more grace Thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Stay tuned for next week's podcast and visit briancarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. To receive this message in its entirety, call 1-855-984-2276 or 1-833-522-5433. More grace. We're excited about your future.